the NBA Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by Bet SGPN. Bet SGPN is where you'll find all the best sports book promotions and deposit bonuses. So just head over to betsgpn.com. Bet SGPN is your new home for online sports betting. We're also brought to you by BetQL. BetQL is your home for the info you need to make yourself a smarter better. NBA, college basketball, and the NHL, they got you covered on it all. So just go to betql.com, promo code SGP30. That's betql.com, promo code SGP30 for 30% off. We're also brought to you by Better Than Vegas. Better Than Vegas is the home for avid sports bettors providing insights, analysis, and free betting picks. Better Than Vegas, it's like YouTube for sports betting. So make sure to subscribe to our page so you don't miss a pick and find it at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash BTV. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash BTV. We're also brought to you by Better Edge. Better Edge is your home for no vig betting. That's right. No vig betting that's legal in 40 states. Sign up at betteredge.com promo code SGP for a free $10 bet. That's betteredge.com, B-E-T-T-O-R edge.com promo code SGP. And welcome everyone to a Wednesday morning edition of the NBA gambling podcast. It's your host ZB and I'm joined today by Munaf. Um, Munaf, how you doing this morning? Coming in off a uh, great night in the association and they got a 10 game slate to break down tonight. How you doing this morning? I'm doing well, man. I'm excited. Um, winding down here to the all-star break, but uh, we got a, to what you said, 10 game slate tonight. And then I think we have another 10 tomorrow night too. So a lot of basketball left here before the all-star break, but uh, I'm ready to get into it, man. Yeah, exactly. Like you said, a lot of basketball to uh, get into for just a heads up. Um, we're going to get into picks for Wednesday night tonight. That's March 3rd. Um, and, and if you are listening after the fact, we'll have, you know, show notes that can direct you to the more evergreen content. We're going to talk about some of our notes on, on gambling from earlier this week, some questions, and then some all-star MVP odds. Um, also wanted to just alert everyone that next Monday, uh, me moon as well as new addition to the SGPN family, Dan Titus, we're going to have a huge breakdown of everything we saw from the first half of the season, gambling trends and, uh, looking ahead to the second half. So that should be really, really fun. Moon up anything else before we get into this uh, loaded slate? No, man, I'm looking forward to that Monday part. That's one. That one's going to be a lot of fun, but let's get, let's get into tonight, man. A lot of games. Yeah. Let's get into tonight and not to suck the air out of the room, but the first game on the slate is the Atlanta Hawks favored by three and a half points in Orlando total of 219. The Atlanta Hawks obviously just made a coaching change, which we were a little bit surprised by. We thought that Luke Walton might be the first coach fired, but what are you seeing with this Atlanta Orlando game? Obviously Atlanta coming off a nice win in Miami. I believe that was last night. Yeah, not much here. Um, not the most exciting game tonight, right? But um, Atlanta, <laughs> you said is off the back to back, but uh, 
Atlanta is two and four against the spread on back-to-back uh, games. So something to keep in mind for your uh, betting notes. Uh, if you are betting on Atlanta tonight and Orlando uh, as a home underdog is five and seven. Um, and they're on a four game losing streak here. So um, as far as matchups wise in this game, I, I think, well, let me ask you, do you think that Capella or John Collins is going to be able to contain Vucevic? That's a great question. I mean, I, I know Atlanta likes, they like to hang back Capella and that drop coverage, keep them around the rim. So, and I saw a great, uh, Kirk Goldsberry uh, shot visualization that Nikola Vucevic is the most efficient scorer in the NBA from the top of the key. So I think that really could stress out the, the Atlanta defense. Are you looking at a player prop angle for Vooch? No, I actually was looking at uh, Evan Fournier for tonight. You know, Atlanta's um, backcourt is not the greatest against um, the point guard position, right? They're almost giving up 25 points per game at that position. Um, so maybe we see a, a night where Evan Fournier kind of shines. If, if uh, Capella or Collins are able to kind of contain Vucevic, uh, currently I'm not seeing any props for, uh, the Orlando magic tonight, but, uh, once that pops up, you know, hopefully I can drop that in the Slack channel and also on my Twitter, but, um, yeah, I don't, I don't see any magic player props right now. Okay. And, and in terms of, stuff I'm seeing for this game. I think this could be a really big Trey young game. I mean, this, this Orlando defense, just, uh, they just faced Luka Doncic and, and not that they're necessarily similar players, but they run a ton of high ball screen and will be able to really just put that same kind of pressure on this Orlando defense. You look at Trey, he, he struggled last night. Um, you know, he got his 10 assists, but only 18 points and it wasn't, you know, a total, they were pretty democratic last night in terms of their shot distribution. So I think, I think Trey could come out and a bit, have a big night here, maybe some points, rebounds and assists uh, over prop. One of those triple double S games, any feel for the, uh, for the total here at two nineteen? I think the side is obviously tough, right? We Atlanta's not yeah. a great team, but you know, laying points on the road. It's always a sketchy spot in my eyes. Yeah. As far as a total, I mean, uh, let's see here. Total sitting at two. 221 and a half, 219 oh, or window. Uh, I'm seeing 219, but maybe some uh, difference in the market. Okay. Um, yeah, kind of leaning towards the over here then. I think we might see a great guard play here tonight. You know, like you mentioned, Trey Young uh, probably be able to go off. You know, just wanted to mention that, as I said, that Orlando, uh, sorry, Atlanta struggles against backcourts. So, so does Atlanta. Uh, sorry, sorry, so does uh, Orlando. Uh, Atlanta second worst. And then, uh, Orlando is third worst against point guard position. So, um, we might see, yeah, we might see points here tonight. I think, you know, we mentioned this a while back when Evan Fournier came back is that this offense for the Orlando magic is completely different when he is in the lineup and, um, you know, and they have a Terrence Ross who can knock down three point shots and, and, you know, we might see points. So I'd lean towards the over. And I'll, I'll lean towards uh, taking Orlando um, at home, getting the points here tonight. Um, yeah, I, it just makes me nervous that uh, Trey, sorry, Atlanta is on a back-to-back with the new coach. I mean, I know he's been on the bench for them and he's had the interim coach, but um, I like Orlando in the spot at home, getting the points here and, and, and also leaning towards the over. Yeah. I think that over might be worth a good look. I think, you know, Atlanta comes off as 94 to 80 game. I mean, they, they, they've played, you know, a couple of low scoring games here, especially against the heat, but keep in mind the heat were dealing with injuries, the heat, you know, last night in that game, especially the heat shot, what, you know, 26% from three. So that's always something I like to look at. And I think there could be, you know, 
some energy towards an under here and maybe a, a good spot to fade that and go over. Um, any other thoughts on this game? I want to get uh, keep going down the slate. I think as, as soon as we said over the line, just moved to 220. So we're out here moving lines. <laughs> <laughs> just it's, it's just you and me out here right now. But, you know, who knows? Maybe I just put down some money on that over. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's get to the next game on the slate. The Indiana Pacers, a struggling Indiana Pacers team. Definitely a team we're going to be talking more about in terms of trends and, and that type of thing. They go to Cleveland laying six and a half on the road, seeing a total of two eighteen and a half. moon off your thoughts on this spot. Yeah. So like you mentioned, Indiana's lost five out of the last six games, uh, one in five against the spread uh, in, in, in that duration, Cleveland has won four in a row. I, I was kind of surprised to see that when I was kind of digging into this game four and oh against the spread in those last four games, a short sample, but um, these are the two, two of the top five teams in points in the paint tonight. Uh, Indiana's number four, Cleveland's number two. So, um, and it's interesting because they have Jared Allen uh, inside uh, to kind of protect the paint. But when you have Miles Turner on the other side and, and Sabonis on the other side, you know it might turn into a um, a long night for for the uh, for the defense, uh, at least the interior defense of Cleveland here tonight. So, um, I, I want to lean towards taking Indiana here tonight on the points. Uh, they, they need a snap out of this losing streak, get that momentum kind of going into the all-star break. Um, and, and I mean, they're in prime position to make the playoffs here in the Eastern conference. Uh, so, you know, getting a win under their belt here tonight, this might be a pretty good, maybe a money line parlay piece to parlay with another team here tonight. Maybe we get to that later. Uh, but I, I'm leaning with the Pacers here tonight. Yeah, super interesting spot. Like you said, I mean, Pacers coming off four straight losses, Cavs coming off four straight wins, and you have the Pacers laying point, you know, laying substantial amount of points on the road. Uh, yeah. So kind of a really interesting spot. The Pacers are down to 15 and 18. I believe they're on the outside looking in in the Eastern Conference right now. So I think, you know, you when you look at kind of situationally coming into this all-star break, this is somewhat of a must-win game for Indiana right now to kind of stabilize the ship. So I, I do, I do buy into that angle. I mean, you're looking at minus 270. That's, you know, not terrible. So I think that in terms of a money line parlay leg, I yeah. think that could be one to definitely look out for. Um, you know, I, I think w- when you look at the game specifically, I, I have a hard time. I, I'm always on this Cleveland team, it seems like as a home dog, but it's actually funny. They're, you know, one of the three or four worst ATS teams in the NBA, if I if I if I'm correct. And I think they're a team that that can kind of feel a little more frisky than they are. You know, I I remember backing them like in like five straight games when they were like an eight or nine point home dog getting burned each time. So, you know, yeah. I, I think this could be, you know, like you said, I think there will probably be some, some, uh, you know, support for the Cavs tonight with, with this home dog spot against the Indiana team that's fading. You're still see that six and a half point line. I think that kind of sends a message to what, what the books think of these two teams. And you might have a superior opponent here. Go ahead. Yeah, no, I was just going to mention, like you were saying, that Cleveland's one of the uh, worst teams against the spread here. Yeah, they're second worst in the league right now, 14 and 21, uh, trailing only uh, Houston. But Indiana, same, they're in that bottom fourth of the league where they're 14 and 19 against the spread. So, um, like you mentioned, yeah, they're outside looking in. um, But, yeah, I think this is a game where the Pacers kind of have to get it together here and and, um, just get a win under their belt. 
they do have a game tomorrow night and just looked on their schedule against Denver at home. So they're kind of in this back-to-back situation here. So um, obviously Denver, a better team than Cleveland. So they, I don't think they want to lose two games in a row uh, and have a six game losing streak going into the all-star break. So uh, um, Pacers might be a parlay piece, but I lean towards taking uh, the Pacers here a minus a six and a half. Yeah. And last thing on this game, I, I uh, the Pacers are five and three ATS as a, you know, as a road favorite. So Maybe a spot that they're somewhat comfortable in, familiar opponent, you know. Absolutely. So I think that this could be a good spot for the Pacers. Let's get on to the next game, one of the premier games on this slate. The Utah Jazz coming off that crazy game against the Pelicans, uh, that we we had that over and that was dead on over um yeah. all day. So, you know, that, that was a fun win from our first podcast together. Utah laying three and a half in Philly. Um, very interesting line. I think, is there any injury report here? Totals at two twenty-eight and a half. The last I saw was that, uh, I think it was the night where Philly had won their last game against, um, who did they play last? Uh, Indiana, I believe they won yep. by 16 and, uh, doc rivers said that, um, NBA was very questionable for tonight's game, but on the, as far as I'm seeing on the injury report here or the expected lineups is that he should be playing tonight. Only game time decision is uh Tobias Harris tonight. So that's something to keep an eye on. Um, but yeah, minus three and a half for jazz. It's a very interesting line. Just quick, uh, quickly that Philly at home. I mean, you know, they're one of the cash cows at home this seasons that we've seen and we've been betting on and Philly is, you know, it's a very, very small sample, but two and zero against spread as a home underdog. I think this is a game that Philly should get up for, you know, to kind of send the messages that, Hey, we're a good team. We can compete. And these two teams played back on February 15th, but that was a game where um, Joel Embiid did not play. Uh, and they lost that game by 11. It went, uh, went way over the total 134, 123. And that's the game where Ben Simmons dropped 42. So I expect uh, Embiid to play here tonight. I like Philly uh, getting the points here at home um, to, uh, to get the job done here tonight, as far as, uh, as far as the spread. Yeah. And, and look, I've been as big of a jazz supporter as anybody, but this is a, a go-to yeah. spot for me. I think Philly as a home dog, I mean, we know how good Philly is at home and that's in, that's in any spot. Now you have, you know, one of the premier centers in the league and Rudy Gobert coming to town. That's, that's the type of thing that Joel Embiid takes offense to. Um, yeah. so I really like this, uh, three and a half. I mean, Take the points when you can. I, I think you know a little Philly money line plus one forty one. I'm seeing on my screen right now. Yeah. Um, maybe may, maybe split your unit between those two. Um, look, I mean, I think this Jazz team quite impressive. Um, obviously, again against the Pelicans, that game really got like super spread out. It kind of the Jazz are kind of an offensive team. I mean, I, I don't think that's a surprise at, at this point. But you think of their identity in the past, Rudy Gobert. They're just a they want to spread you out, shoot a ton of threes. And mm-hmm. they really didn't have any answer for the Pelicans on the other end of the floor. So stylistically, I think, I think this could look good for an over here. You mentioned that, that these teams went over last time they played. And, you know, I don't know how much of an answer Joel Embiid is to the incredible spacing on this Utah offense, but definitely like the side. Do you have any read on this two twenty eight and a half? Yeah. I don't have a read on that part, but the Philly uh, team total at one twelve, what is it? One twelve and a half. I just saw it at yeah. I, the, the kind of thing that's kind of low here for a Jazz offense or sorry defense that's kind of been struggling. 
Uh, obviously, they gave up 129 to the Pelicans in the last game. They lost 109 to an Orlando Magic team um, that, you know, we've talked about is that they kind of nipped on the offensive side. And then they gave up 124 to the Miami Heat uh, that previous game. So they're giving up points here, and I'm not sure if that's related to, you know, them missing shots and and teams being able to get those long rebounds and get on fast breaks, or 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 they're just kind of lackluster on defense now. But um, that's a spot that I kind of like here for uh, the Philly team total 112 and a half on the over. And Philly is number six in possessions and pace break uh, in in the league here. So, you know, they may like to get up and down here also. So, um, and they dropped 123 in their last matchup without Embiid. So that might be a, a, a look here tonight. I'm looking at is the over on that 112 and a half for the Sixers. Yeah, I like that a lot. I think I think this is the Sixers angle in this game. I think that could be something to uh, throw in the Slack channel. I like that pick a lot. Anything else on this game or should we get to the James Harden homecoming here? Oh, let's get to that homecoming. Yeah, let's go. So, you know, first of all, I want to shout out Kelly Eco is a Rockets beat writer. He had a great piece this morning about telling some James Harden stories about his time in Houston and talking about the good side of that, which I always want to highlight because I'm a big James Harden fan. I think he gets a bad rap. Brooklyn goes to Houston. No KD, obviously minus nine and a half on the road. Another 228 and a half total here. The, off the bat, that feels like a lot of points, even though I think we might have crossed the Rockets off of our list of teams that we can bet on. But this is a tough, tough spot here with uh, Brooklyn as a road favorite. Yeah, I mean, I don't even know where to start with this, like with James Harden coming home here, but the Rockets have been struggling, and, and that's an <laughs> understatement. Um, it's just been, I mean, as a Rockets fan, you know, it's kind of hard to watch some of these games here offensively, they're just not, you know, they're missing pieces. They have guys in and out of the lineup, which it's, it's, it's not letting Steven Silas run the offense that he has in mind for his team when he came over here. Right. Um, Obviously he came here to thinking that he was going to coach Russell Westbrook and he was going to coach James Harden, but those guys aren't here anymore. But Rock is now what lost have have lost 11 in a row here. Have it have only covered one spread during that span. Um, yeah, Brooklyn uh, with, with James Harden coming home here. I mean, I'd have been handicapped this game really. I mean, just wanted to kind of sit back and watch and, and kind of see what happens here. But I think this, if there was a game that the Rockets were going to get up for and wanting to kind of send a message to James Harden and saying, Hey, even though we're struggling this season, we, you know, we, we still have, we, we still have pride and we can still win this. We're, we can still win this game and, and play up. So reluctantly, I'm going to take the rockets on the points here tonight at home as a nine and a half point um, underdog here at home. And, and I'm going to put a very small pizza bet on that money line at plus 400 for the rockets tonight. And that's a very, very Homer pick for me. So, so don't read too much into that, but I do like the rockets. Um, on the points here tonight. And I'm also going to buy up James Harden player prop to score 40 at plus 250. I, I think this might be a game where, where he may go off as he against his former team. I know it's all love for him. He's been really helping uh, down here in Houston with the winter storm. And, and I've been kind of following that. He's been talking about that in this um, uh, post game conference that he's been helping here making phone calls, trying to do whatever he can. But you know, when it's on the basketball court, it's all business. So 
Um, I might be a popular pick tonight because everybody's thinking that, Hey, James Harden's returning to Houston here and he might have a big game, but um, definitely playing that plus nine and a half on the Rockets here tonight and, and small pizza bet on the Rockets money line and buying James Harden up to 40 points at plus two fifty. Well, for, for not handicapping the game, I like how we still, <laughs> we, we, we still came out with about three or four bets on it. Uh, that, that, that is hashtag Dejan's only right there. Yeah. I, I think this game is, I mean, I think, like you said, it's all love and that is kind of interesting. There's been some kind of, seems like a lot of kumbaya vibes with the, with the Harden and the Rockets, even after the ugly divorce they went through, you had Kyrie, you had Kyrie Irving saying something similar in his post game, Tillman Fertitta, obviously affirming that the Rockets are going to retire the Jersey. So no yeah. real bad blood in terms of like a revenge angle here. I do think nine and a half is a lot of points. Obviously this Houston team, I mean, they're really struggling offensively. So I mean, they just don't have really any shot creation. I look at this team yeah. total at one Oh nine and a half for the Rockets. I think mm -hmm. under that might be worth it to look maybe even the under overall. Cause I do kind of lean with the Rockets here. So two twenty eight and a half. I think I might want to go under that. I mean, obviously this, the net Spurs game did end up going over, but that was after an o o overtime, um, you know, and the Nets defense has been better. You know, they, they're starting to switch a little bit more. They're looking a little bit more versatile. Um, Deandre Jordan's been really good. So I think under 228 and a half would be my favorite play on this game. Um, but I'm, I'm just excited to see, you know, I, I feel like, I feel like this is going to be a fun game to watch. I, 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 I enjoy, um, you know, I enjoy these types of games where it's a guy coming back to his city, happy that there'll be fans there to hopefully give him a nice applause. Um, yeah. So it should be a good moment. Yeah. And I, I think it, there may be a little correlation here that if you do like the Rockets here tonight to kind of tag that with the under, because the Rockets are not going to outscore this Brooklyn Nets team with, with the amount of firepower they have on offense. So um, if you do like the Rockets tonight, you might want to parlay the under with a plus nine and a half. Okay, great. Now let's take a quick break to hear from some of our sponsors. Today's episode is brought to you by BetSGPN, and you heard that right. We're proud to announce we've just launched BetSGPN. BetSGPN.com is your home for all the best online sportsbook promotions. Our featured sportsbook this week is PointsBet. PointsBet has a ton of player props and live wagering options, and all the lines that we're using on today's episode are right from PointsBet. You like parlays? PointsBet has you covered with their parlay boosts. And I'm looking at some NBA title odds on PointsBet right now. I think the Clippers at plus 450 might be worth some value. And if that wasn't enough, they're offering two risk-free bets up to $2,000. That's right, $2,000 in risk-free bets. Just go to pointsbet.com promo code SGP. That's pointsbet.com promo code SGP. Terms and conditions apply. Void where prohibited. Must be 21 plus. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER for crisis counseling and referral services. Okay, and the next game that we're going to look at tonight is the Chicago Bulls going on the road uh, to New Orleans. New Orleans obviously coming off that big win against the Jazz. New Orleans laying five and a half, 237, really high total here is the total. Um, been impressed with this New Orleans team, you know, especially with that, with that win against Utah um, on the offensive end that, you know, they, they, they had struggled obviously defensively. Um, where are you seeing this game? Obviously the bulls coming off that heartbreaker against the nuggets. Yeah. Uh, like you mentioned, I think New Orleans is still struggling uh, on defense 
like we've mentioned like in the last part, that's what we had taken that over in the uh, Jazz and Pelicans game. But um, New Orleans is two and eight as home favorites against the spread this season, eight and two to the over as home favorites. And then Chicago or vice versa on the other side, nine and two as the away underdog. Uh, these two teams did match up previously where Chicago won the home game, uh, 129 and 116. So that one went over the total. Um, I, I, I want to take the bulls here tonight um, just because new Orleans does struggle as a home favorite. And, and I don't see a reason why you should kind of get away from the over, but I mean, nothing has really changed for this Pelicans defense that are just trying to outscore opponents and, and get the W and, and Chicago has a firepower on the other side to kind of keep up with this uh, Pelicans team. You know, Zach Levine's been playing well. Kobe white has been playing well. I think the last two time, the last time these two teams matched up Kobe white and Zach Levine um, went off for a combined 76 points. So um, I don't think that's something that's going to stop tonight. So we might see a shootout here again tonight and, and uh, give me the bulls. Um, on the points here tonight. And uh, I'm going to continue to ride this over. Yeah. I'm, I'm in lockstep with you in this game. I think this is a good overlook. Um, you know, the side is tough, but I was going to say that that Zach Levine, Kobe white angle. I think both these guys could be ripe for player prop action tonight. Um, seeing Zach Levine at uh, over 29 and a half. I think that could be worth a good look. I mean, this guy is a, He's a pretty lethal scorer. I, 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 I watched that Nuggets Bulls game really just impressed with how, how good he is. Um, you know, coming off back to back games here with 24 and 23 points, so well below his average. But, you know, like you said, the matchup, he put up 46 against this New Orleans team. And what does this New Orleans team struggle with? They struggle with dynamic guards on the perimeter that can attack the cup um, with, with, how, with how weak they can be on the interior defense. So I think Zach Levine over 29 and a half. I think he goes for 30 tonight. Um, and yeah, I think the Bulls plus five and a half. I mean, they're they're a frisky team. Fifteen yeah. and eighteen. I think people still kind of think of them as one of these, like you know, Cleveland or the Knicks or the Pistons. But I think they have kind of evolved up a tier, maybe with the Hawks and the Hornets, that type of team, and the Wizards. So, you know, it's one of those five and a half points. I mean, I think they're. I think this line could climb a little bit. I think people are going to like the Pelicans here. Um, maybe a good a good time to uh, buy on the Bulls. Yeah, it's a good angle. I think if you like the Bulls here tonight, just kind of wait it out because people are going to see um, the Pelicans at home against a a bad Bulls team, at least by their record. But they're only half a game out of that eighth uh, seed in the East, like we mentioned, that eighth um, Easter Conference standings. I mean, anybody in those bottom tier teams, like for the uh, Detroit Pistons, can kind of climb back into that playoff picture. So almost every game for these teams that are kind of outside looking in, in the Eastern conference are important. And um, yeah, I like that bulls angle tonight uh, on that plus five and a half, especially with that uh, backward that the bulls have. Yep. hundred percent. Um, all right. Next game here. We have the, uh, the Hornets uh, going on the road. Hornets still potentially struggling with some injury issues, maybe um, minus one and a half at Minnesota. Um, Total is 233, one of the weaker games on the slate, but obviously love watching this Hornets team. Um, where are you going with this game? Obviously, LaMelo Ball versus Ant Edwards will be uh, the star of the show with LaMelo going third and Ant going one. That looks like a big mistake. Yeah, right. Um, yeah, I don't have much for this game. I, I think if, if, if you're kind of looking at it where Minnesota is on an eight-game eight losing streak here, 
these two teams did match up previously this season. And, and I think Minnesota lost that game one twenty one fourteen. So another uh, game with a lot of points, um, Charlotte's uh, nine out of the last 10 games have gone over the total. So uh, I, they've got their guys healthy again, you know, LaMelo ball is playing well. Um, I, you might want to check the status on Gordon Hayward. I know he was been out the yeah, last two games, Gordon Hayward, questionable Cody Zeller, questionable Devonte Graham out for tonight. Yeah. So, um, th- and even without those guys, I'm not sure Minnesota has enough offensively to score points. So uh, when you kind of look at LaMelo ball, Terry Rozier, PJ Washington, uh, Malik Monk has been playing well. Uh, I'm not sure if you caught, uh, speaking of the Hornets there, they're the, the game that they came back down, I think about eight to nine points with about a minute, 13 left against insane. Kings insane game. Yeah. And I was watching that and oh my God, I was like, man, how is Luke Walton still employed? But that was a big win for them. And, um, yeah, I, but I do like a player prop in this game. It's probably lock potential here today is uh, Anthony Edwards over the 19 and a half over the last two games since uh, Malik Beasley has gone on that 12 game suspension. Uh, he scored 20 plus points in those two games. Uh, right now I'm seeing it at 19 and a half and he's getting and he's been getting the minutes here also um, since uh, Malik Beasley went on that suspension. 35 minutes against the Phoenix Suns. He scored 24 points on 22 shots against the Washington Wizards, 32 minutes, 21 points on 22 shots. And he's getting, he's, he's jacking up the three pointers also um, against their last two opponents. He had eight three point attempts, 11, three point attempts in that previous two games. So I'd like that 19 and a half overs on Anthony Edwards. Uh, so I'm going to lock that up. But as far as the side, uh, I, you got to stay with Charlotte here. Right. And I'm going to say Charlotte in the over here tonight. Yeah. I, I, I totally agree with you on that. Anthony Edwards angle. I think he's quietly been playing a lot better and that, that Malik Beasley injury or suspension, possibly a blessing in disguise just for him to get his usage up. And I, I, I like that angle a lot. I mean, you look at what these trailblazers, uh, uh, Charlotte's last game against Portland, you look at Robert Covington, eight of 11, Gary Trent, seven of 11 and his Cantor five of seven, mellow 10 of 19 Nas little four of seven. So, you know, they're, 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 they're very susceptible on the defensive end. They got torched by the Hornets, by the warriors a couple nights prior to as well. So I think, I think Anthony Edwards could have a, a nice game here tonight, like that angle a lot. Also, you know, trying to prove something against LaMelo. So I'm in lockstep with you probably lean to the Hornets here. I think Hornets team total over 117 is something I also like in this game. Um, Minnesota has been allowing teams to go over that number plenty um, four straight games here with, with teams getting over that easily. And the Hornets are not shy on the offensive end. So definitely yeah. Ant Edwards, I think is the play that we come up with uh, for this game. That that's probably our best bet, but maybe um, Hornets team total over Hornets. We like them on the on minus one and a half over the total. Let's go to our next game. The OKC thunder visiting the Dallas Mavericks where Dallas is laying five points. And that does not feel like a lot at all. Um, total at two twenty three. Let me check the injury report here for this game. Uh, I guess Luka Doncic is questionable with low back tightness, which explains that, that number. So maybe not too much to say about this game right now. Yeah. And I think this is Dallas's last game before the all-star break, I believe. Um, let me just double check that really quickly here. But yeah, if, if Dante isn't able to go tonight, um, I think he should be able to go, but if he's 
does not go. I, I, you got to go with um, looking at Jalen Brunson to kind of step into that starting lineup and, and have a big game for them. I know you've been touting him and he's been playing really well for this um, for the Dallas Mavericks as a backup to uh, Luca. Um, yeah. So this is the last game for Dallas before the all-star break. And then they come out of the all-star break with against the Spurs and the OKC thunder. So I know we talked about this on the last last pod is that this is a game where um, Dallas kind of wants to get these two wins before the all-star break and, and kind of climb into the Western conference standings and make a second half run. So I know we had discussed um, a two team money line parlay, but if you had the option on your book of taking Dallas money line against Orlando and then, and, and kind of filling that um, open parlay spot with tonight's money line. Uh, that's what I'm going to do. I'm just going to check the status on um, Luca, but I, I I'm certain that he should play tonight. So I'm going to close that parlay up with the Dallas money line again here tonight. But uh, only concern that I do have is yes, Dallas is eight and two straight up uh, in their last 10 games, but they're three and 10 as home favorites. So that that's a little concerning to me, and they are eight and five to the over um, as home favorites. And OKC on the road, I mean, I don't know what it is with this team, but they're eleven and five against the spread as a way underdog. So um, kind of want to stay away from the side here. If I did have to pick a side, I would go with the Mavs just because they've been playing really well lately. Uh, Luca is kind of starting to look like Luca that we've we've expected. I know he got off to a slow start at the beginning of the season and was kind of struggling with the shot, but he's really come around here um, in, in, in the month of February and hopefully he can continue that momentum uh, tonight and, and for the second half of the season. Yeah, totally agree. I'm, I'm very glad that we chose to take Dallas money line in that magic game instead of the uh, spread because you know, yeah. the, the magic end up slipping inside the hook there and, and they only lost by six. Mm-hmm. I think the, yeah, this, this minus five kind of feels like it's maybe splitting the difference a little bit to, you know, kind of hedge Luca either way, his status. Um, but yeah, you know, you mentioned those trends uh, I was going to bring those up too. the OKC thunder, really frisky in this kind of spot. So, you know, I think obviously you'll be listening to this a couple hours after we're talking now. So maybe more clarity will be added there, but I think the Mavs obviously great shot to get the uh, win here, but more will develop throughout the day. Let's go on to the next game. The Los Angeles Lakers are a three and a half point road dog in Sacramento total at 224 Lakers, obviously coming off that tough loss, um, against the Suns last night. Um, and I'm guessing LeBron James is not playing if they are three and a half point dogs here. Yeah. I, I think I read this morning or I think even said it last night that LeBron was going to sit out tonight's game, which is kind okay. of surprising to me. Uh, that's why the line is where it's at. Yep. Yeah. I, I mean, I look, I, I, st- I still, I, I, I think I'm going with the Lakers here for sure. Uh, at, at three and a half. I mean, the Kings have shown no reason to be trusted. Obviously uh, they, they, they snuck out that win against the Pistons in a, in a game that I, that I was fading them, but um, you know, then they, then they blow that game to the Hornets in their last game, which just like, it's just a terrible loss for their, for their organization, you know, going up eight missing free throws um, mm-hmm. to lose that game. So, you know, I think the Lakers without LeBron, I mean, you wonder who else is on the injury report, obviously no AD, um, but I think they still have the horses without, without LeBron to be a, you know, a similar team to the Kings here. Um, and as, as a three and a half point dog, I mean, maybe even just take this on the money line plus plus one forty-five. Um, as kind of just like a dart throw at, at a game that I see these two teams being pretty even um, with the Lakers still having, you know, a, a number of, of good players on this roster. 
Yeah, you might just want to check their injury report, right? Yep. Uh, even though without LeBron, um, a lot of game time decisions just because they did play last night. Um, Halliburton is out for the Kings. Uh, Buddy Heald, I'm seeing, is a game time decision. I know he rolled an ankle or had a lower leg injury um, in the last game. So uh, I think that might that that's a reason why he might be a game time decision. So, yeah, I agree with you. I, I think that the Lakers, you know, with Schroeder and KCP, and if Kuzma goes tonight, and and Marcus Saul and and Harrell, that's enough for them to kind of keep up with this Kings team, right? And I think that without LeBron, we might see a higher pace here tonight um, between these two teams and trying to trying to get out and run and get up and down the court here. So. Um, just, um, again, you know, it's early on in the day. So you, you, you want to check the injury report throughout the day, but, um, I'll agree with you by taking Lakers plus the three and a half against the Kings. And right now, I mean, not a reason to kind of back this Kings team where they've been just playing really, really bad. And I mean, what's the, what's the locker room like when you've lost, you lost a game like that to the Charlotte Hornets. I mean, being up eight, about three, three possessions and you kind of lose that in the final minute there. So I'm not sure what's going on with Sacramento. Um, so yeah, Lakers plus a three and a half and, and a slight lean to be over here tonight. Okay, great. Now we're going to take a quick break to hear from our sponsors. Want to get an advantage over the sports book when it comes to betting, you need to download BetQL, the only app you'll need to make smart bets. BetQL has sharp data for college basketball, NBA, and the NHL. So if you want an inside edge for who the pros are backing, you need to check out BetQL. Plus, they have tons of sportsbook offers for your state. Head to the App Store or Google Play Store to download BetQL and bet smarter, not harder. Head to BetQL.com and enter code SGP30 for 30% off your first subscription. That's promo code SGP30 at BetQL.com. We're also brought to you by BetterThan.Vegas. It's like YouTube, but for what hashtag Degens only care about, and that's sports betting. The best part is you'll be able to get free video picks from the SGPN crew. So make sure to subscribe to the SGPN page at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash BTV so you don't miss any of our videos. If you're subscribed, You'll get a notification every time a new SGPN video is posted. And I know Moonoff has been on Better Than Vegas giving out some fire-free NBA picks. So go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash BTV to subscribe to our Better Than.Vegas page today. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash BTV. All right, last two games here, then we're going to move into more of our, uh, you know, broader topics. We have the Warriors, and we're definitely going deep on these games. I know we said we, said we might have rushed through, so this has been very fun so far. Oh, um, yeah. Warriors minus two in Portland. Um, total 233, and this is going to be a great game. Obviously, a Steph versus Dame duel going into the all-star break. Warriors, last game, got absolutely clapped by the Lakers. And the Blazers recovered from a four-game losing streak to beat the Hornets at home, who were off a back-to-back. Where are you going with this game? I am quite frankly a little bit surprised to see the Warriors favored here. Yeah, so was I, right? And I think anytime you're getting points with Blazers being at home, 
Um, it's kind of a spot that you kind of want to take, but I mean, you got to give credit to the Warriors. They, they know they've been playing well. Obviously, they got their doors uh, blown off by the Lakers the other night, but um, I think that was a situation where Lakers needed to get that W, and they and they kind of clamped down on defense in that game. Um, Steph Curry only was five of thirteen from the field in that game. Um, you know, he only played twenty six minutes. Wiggins played twenty two minutes. Um, did Draymond get ejected from that game? Cause he only played 13 minutes. Draymond had left ankle tightness. I think it, okay. <laughs> they, 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 were, they were getting clapped so badly. I feel like he might've just said, I'm just resting the rest of this game. Okay. You know, anytime I see like Draymond not playing minutes, I'm they automatically think he's getting ejected, but um, yeah. Th- yeah. I, I, I think Portland here tonight, um, Portland at home, getting the points. Plus the two, I like that. Uh, maybe even a money line shot there. You know, kind of like parlay that with the Sixers money line as an underdog. So that might be a little juicy payout there. So that might be an angle to look at. But uh, I think this is going to come down to three-point shooting here tonight. Um, Golden State and Portland both are top 10 in three-point makes and three-point attempts per game. So you might want to take a look at some three-point um, shooting props. Maybe, you know, with Steph Curry and, and Damian Lillard. Um just trying to see real quick if there's any curry props posted already because I kind of like him in a bounce back spot, especially when he has a bad shooting night and he didn't yep. play that many minutes. So um let's see. Curry is at 31 and a half points for tonight. It's a little juice to minus 125, and his three-point shots made here are at five and a half with over to the juice. So um yeah, I kind of like curry with the points tonight. You know, Damian Lillard has been playing out of his mind also. So, you know, I know we kind of talked about uh, not targeting stars on these props because they kind of tend to go under, but I, I like, and we talked about it being in situational spots. If you're going to bet on them, I think this is a good situational spot for uh, taking Steph Curry over the 31 and a half points tonight. And also kind of like the over here tonight also. Yeah. And, and just to add some mustard to that Curry angle, you saw what, I mean, LaMelo ball and Terry Rogier were both able to go off against this Portland defense. So, you know, they can definitely struggle with, with that type of guard play, I want to get a number here on Eric Pascal uh, prop, not seeing that posted, but I think he's a guy who um, is continuing to look good and for, in this kind of featured scoring role for the warriors. Um, I I continue to like his game so that if you, if you have happened to see a points prop on him, I think he could, you know, go for around 20 points tonight. I I also would lean with the blazers here. Just really excited. It was one of the premier games on the slate too. Most likely, I think this is the ESPN game. So, excited for that one. Um, anything else on this game? No, that's all I had. All right. And then the last game, a rescheduled game here. So it's written in on these sports books, Detroit Pistons go to Tampa Bay to face the Raptors Raptors favored by six at home, total of two eleven. Um, but obviously a thick injury report for the Raptors here. Um, let's see who's I, I know Pascal is out. Um, Pascal out OG out and Fred Van Vliet out. So you're looking at the Kyle Lowry, Norm Powell show here for the Raptors. Will that be enough? Kind of surprised as a six point spread. I think I like the Pistons plus six here. Yeah. I mean, with three of your five starters out, that's a lot of pressure on Kyle Lowry to kind of carry this team. And the other guys that you mentioned that are in that starting lineup, I mean, those aren't guys that can kind of create their own shot um, because they're spot up, spot up shooters. You know, Norman Powell, yeah, possibly he can create his own shot, but Stanley Johnson, Chris Boucher, you know, those guys are shooters. Um, 
Let me kind of look at the other side for uh, the Pistons. You know, obviously we've been touting uh, Jeremy Grant. He's currently a game time decision, but uh, Siddiqui Bay, uh, Mikhailu, Dennis Smith, who's been playing well for them since that trade of Derrick Rose. So um, a big spread for three of your starters, three of your five starters being out. So uh, I didn't have anything written down for this game because it was going to be such a bad game. But um, looking at this injury report and um, yeah, I kind of like the Pistons. The only scary part about the Pistons is, is that they're three and 15, uh, as a road team straight up, but, uh, eight, nine and one against the spread as the road team. So, uh, plus six and a half is what I'm leaning with within this game, at least. Yeah. I think, I think you got to suck it up and take the Pistons here. Obviously Jeremy Grant's status is, is something to look out for here because if he doesn't go, then this is going to be one of the, uh, more depleted games of the season. Obviously the Raptors are also missing their entire coaching staff um, yeah. for this game. So, you know, don't know how much that really matters at, the, at this stage in the season, they have a veteran group. So, you know, I think this is going to be an interesting game to see. I'm obviously a, a holder of major Raptors win total position. So very disappointed that they hit this COVID pause coming up on a couple of easy games on their schedule. Um, you know, so hopefully get this win against the Pistons here tonight. Um, that is it for the Wednesday slate, um, 10 games that we got into really fun. Let's get to a couple of the, uh, listener questions that came in on the Slack channel. If you're not subscribed to the Slack channel, you can join us at sg.pn slash Slack sg.pn slash Slack. Um, we had a couple questions come in last night. First one, uh, from max here. Any red flag teams or players that you've been kind of just avoiding in handicapping? I, I say for me, I, I've really been trying to avoid this Indiana Pacers team right now. Um, really no feel for where they're at. So in terms of a team with a red flag for me, I would say the Pacers are one. Um, and let me come up with one more for you. The Washington Wizards are a team that I was avoiding. And I think that turned out to be a little bit of a mistake. They've kind of been looking much better recently. So it shows how you can kind of get too locked in one way or the other. So taking the wizards off my red flag list, replacing them with the Indiana Pacers. Um, although we did talk about potentially taking the Pacers tonight. So maybe yeah. I have to learn, teach myself a lesson. How about you? Any players or teams that you are trying to avoid right now? Um, as far as teams to avoid, I, I kind of want to look at teams that are in the Eastern conference because the teams that are in the West, it's just so unpredictable, especially in the Western conference when there's so many good teams uh, that are fight, fighting for playoff positions. But I think in the second half of the season, I did come across one in the Western conferences might be San Antonio Spurs. Uh, to avoid. I, I think they may fall off here in the second half. Um, just depending on, and just depends on what their schedule looks like. And some of the up and coming teams that may come out and kind of fight for that playoff position, especially in that division, because three out of the four out of the five teams that are in that Southwest uh, division are in the, on the outside of the playoff picture looking in, obviously the Rockets are not going to make it, but Memphis Grizzlies who had a blowout win against the wizards last night, Dallas Mavericks, like we've talked about and the new Orleans Pelicans who are all kind of in that division fighting for playoff spots. So I think a team to avoid for me will be the San Antonio Spurs and the Eastern conference. Um, 
I'm I'm not seeing a team that I kind of want to avoid. I mean, I, I think this is a team that you don't want to hear me say, but it might just be the Toronto Raptors for me, just because they've dealt with now with obviously being in Tampa with, with now they're dealing with the COVID situation in their team and, and they don't have that big man that we've talked about to kind of anchor the paint and, and the Kyle Lowry uh, rumors that we talked about in the last podcast, where, you know, he might get traded to a team that, that kind of needs a, that veteran point guard or, or a guy that can kind of command the offense to a contender. So that might be a team that might kind of look at avoiding. I think another team um, may be the New York Knicks. I wanted to get your thoughts on that and what yep. you thought about that. Yeah, I was going to say, I mean, with regard to the Raptors, totally agree with you. I think that the, the, their willingness to trade Kyle Lowry is kind of interesting. Like, are they kind of tanking the rest, of, not tanking the rest of the season, but they're, you know, kind of going to fracture their chances of obviously winning a title um, this year. I, I think that it look, does look like there's some momentum to send Lowry to Philly. Um, so that's an interesting one. The Knicks, I was going to say 100%. I mean, what they're doing, it doesn't really feel that sustainable as much as that hurts me to say as a, as a Nick fan. And they do have the toughest schedule in the NBA coming up in the second half of the season. So that's definitely one that I would be, I would be on board with in terms of you're looking at it'll come out of the second half. I'm sure we'll touch on that more on Monday. Um, but you know, as always, the spread is the great equalizer, right? There's never a team that you can blindly just put on the, on the back burner because you know, if you're catching 13 points or whatever, um, it gets a lot harder to suck it up and fade them. So yeah, that's, um, that is that for that question. Thank you. Um, and then Jake also asked, do you know of any trends about players underperforming the days before the all-star break? Um, kind of like mentally checking out of work. Do you have any player prop trends that you are looking to get under, uh, in the next couple of days? Uh, I, you know, that's a great question that he had posed. And I think I kind of gave him a, a response in the Slack channel last night. And I wanted to kind of dig into it more this morning, but I just didn't get the chance. But I, I think if you look at it as a whole, there are kind of players that have kind of been playing a lot of minutes that are kind of looking forward to the all-star break and kind of just unwinding for five to six days where they just haven't been playing they've been playing a lot of minutes, right? And I think LeBron might be a prime example last night that he played 38 minutes, dropped 38 points, but it was a losing effort. And in him being without Anthony Davis um, for the stretch of games, it's kind of taken, I think it should, it has to take a toll on him, right? Because he is one of the best players in the league and it's kind of having to carry this team without him. And it's a, it's a lot for a player. I mean, I know he said all the right things in his post game conferences is that, you know, I don't get tired. I just go to sleep, get my rest, take care of my body. But you have to think that it kind of catches up to him. And I'm, I'm going to dig into this a little more and kind of see the players that have been playing a lot of minutes here in the, in especially superstars that made me kind of checking out here in the final two games before the all-star break. But uh, what did you think about, his question. Yeah, I think that that's a thoughtful answer. I, I think what's really fascinating about these motivational angles is that it doesn't always mean that like scoring is going to go down. Right. Cause I, I think a lot of the effort that NBA players exude or the extra effort is on the defensive end. Like when you in the playoffs, that's where yeah. people step up and put energy. Most of these guys are such walking buckets. They can, you know, roll out of bed and drop 30. It's a question of, are they like communicating on the defensive end? And are they, are they playing healthy? Are they, are they rotating hard? That kind of thing is where the, you see the drop in effort. So um, 
Great question. I think this is something we could definitely look into more uh, for coming out of the all-star break. I think we always yeah. have a few teams starting slow, so we'll look into try to identifying those. Um, let us take one final break and then we'll come back with NBA all-star MVP thoughts. We're also brought to you by better edge. Better edge allows you to buy and sell betting positions like a stock market. And the best part is it allows you to bet with no VIG. Since you're buying positions from other sports bettors, there is no house. That's right, no VIG betting. And it's legal in more than 40 states. It's sports betting without a VIG. You literally can't beat it. That's Better Edge. So sign up today at betteredge.com and use promo code SGP for a free $10 bet. That's betteredge.com. B E T T O R edge.com and use promo code S G P. All right, Munaf, we have been going for about 45 minutes here. Very, very fun podcast so far. You had sent over to me uh, some all-star MVP odds preliminarily. We don't have the final teams yet, but can definitely start thinking about some angles on these. Um, I'll just read out some of the favorites here. We got LeBron James, six to one, Giannis, six to one, Steph, seven to one, Luca, eight to one, Embiid, nine to one, Kyrie, 12 to one, um, and, and we can also post this in the main Slack channel too. So get some, get some debate going on it. Um, where are you looking here? Are you looking for a long shot? Are you looking for a favorite? What kind of players are you looking to fade or, or buy? Yeah. So I think if we look over the last, let's just say the last five years of who's won the MVP, right? So 2016, Russell Westbrook, 2017, Anthony Davis, 2018, LeBron James, 2019, Kevin Durant and 2020 last year, Kawhi Leonard. So it really hasn't been a long shot that has kind of won this MVP. Um, just off the bat, two guys that I kind of want to look at as far as favorites or close to favorite might be Luca at plus 800. And let's see, Joel Embiid at plus 900. So those two guys, I think Embiid, um, you know, he's been playing well this season, obviously, but in the all-star game, you know, guys kind of want to have that award kind of on their resume, right? And saying that, hey, okay, I've got an all-star MVP. I have X amount of all-star appearances to kind of, you know, bode them for kind of Hall of Fame credentials, right? So I think those are two guys that I'm kind of looking at. And, and you also kind of want to look at players that are playing well, coming out of the all-star break, you know, if they're having a bad shooting night these past couple of games, you know, they might not translate into the all-star game. So those are the kind of two guys that I was looking at was Luca at plus 800 and, and Joel Embiid at plus nine. Yeah. I, I like that Luca in terms of a favorite. I have a hard time seeing LeBron like putting heavy minutes on his body here. You know, Giannis at six to one and Steph at seven to one, both guys that I could definitely see coming out with the motivation to, you know, have some fun, put on a show guys that have kind of, you know, I think it can be fun to get in this all-star environment and kind of reassert who you are and, and where you fit in the league hierarchy. Um, so definitely Steph at seven to one is some, someone I think could uh, be interested. It's just so hard to tell with the, you know, this year's game, who's going to try, who's going to be, you know, oh, we shouldn't be playing because there obviously has been a lot of yeah. controversy about the all-star game in general. Um, 
I think Kyrie Irving at 12 to one is someone I'd be interested in. Again, it's just so, I mean, he's obviously been a mercurial personality, so you don't know what type of game you're going to have from him, but I do like a point guard because you can have the ball in his hands so much. And obviously his talent is up there with anybody in the world. In terms of a longer shot, I was looking at Dame Lillard 20 to one. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Are, are, do, do you agree with that? I see you nodding along here. Yeah, yeah, I think I was going to, right after you were saying that, I was trying to get into some of these longer shots. Uh, I think Dame was a, a good one at 20 to one. And um, Bradley Beal at 16 to one is yep. kind of intriguing to me. Um, you know, those two guys have kind of been playing with that chip on their shoulder this season. And, uh, you know, going back to last season, Bradley Beal was an all star snub. So, you know, he got selected this year and he's been, you know, leading the league and scoring this season. So, and he's going to be a starter, right? So that's one guy that you kind of want to look at. And Damian Lillard also 20 to one. So those are two of the kind of longer shots that we're kind of looking at. But outside of those two guys, I mean, if you go further down the list, I mean, Donovan Mitchell, maybe 30 to one. That's another guy that's been, you know, kind of out to prove that he's one of the better players in this league. So um, those three guys, you also kind of, you know, put some small money just for entertainment purposes, you know, nothing big from your bankroll, but um, longer shots, Bradley Beal, 16 to one, Damian Lillard, 20 to one, and then Donovan Mitchell, 30 to one. And the two favorites I do like was Luca at um, eight to one and then Joel Embiid at nine to one. So those five guys. Yeah, I think I definitely think Dame and, and Bradley Beal are worth a look here. I mean, those are both very similar players. Like they for sure have the talent to be up there in like the top five, 10 players in the NBA, but have never really been on, on the type of team that allows them to do that. You know, th that's the type of motivational angle I'm looking for an all-star game where it's a guy who finally gets to be on the national stage, you know, in a high stakes environment with the other best players in the world on the floor. And they can kind of make a statement about where they stand in this league. So I would say Steph is a guy I like at seven to one, definitely on board with you at Luca at eight to one. And then uh, Bradley Beal, 16 Dame 20. Um, but I, I think it's really hard to say how this game is going to go. I think in terms of betting on the, I know they're doing the Elam ending again, in terms of yeah. betting on the game, that should be fascinating. Um, we're starting to see some rosters for the skills challenge, slam dunk contest, that kind of thing. I think it will be very interesting how this all-star game turns out. Obviously, the NBA, you know, they're, they're doing a lot for uh, historically black colleges and universities with this all-star game. So I definitely want to shout that out. Great cause. Um, and I think this all-star game while met with controversy because of the COVID pandemic uh, definitely has a chance to raise a lot of money and awareness for a great cause. So just want to alert uh, everyone to that. Um, I think that's our show. We, we, that was a really, really fun. We got into 10 games, uh, really, really in-depth breakdown. So hope, hopefully you guys enjoyed that kind of similar to our locker room format. Um, anything else that you want to get off your chest? We're almost taking up our zoom time limit tonight or this morning. Um, um, no, that was about it. I mean, just make sure to, uh, subscribe to our SGPN pages, um, better than Vegas, like you had mentioned. Um, and our Slack channel, man, get into our Slack channel, a lot of great conversations and guys throwing out picks in there. And then we have some great conversations in there. Uh, McKee checks in when uh, the Suns and the Cavs are playing. So, uh, you know, you'll hear from him then. But um, other than that, yeah, I'm looking forward to, to these last two games or sorry, last two days before the all-star break and then kind of getting a break to unwind and kind of catch up and uh, really looking forward to that Monday pod, man. I first half uh, kind of report card that we're going to do and then kind of previewing the second half. So that's going to be a lot of fun with uh, with uh, us and, and Dan. Yeah, 100%. Where can people find you on Twitter? 
Twitter, you can find me at SportsNerd824. I'm usually posting my uh, player props um, of the day there, and then a couple of total plays that I like, usually on a daily basis. So check us out there. And then Zach's also on Twitter, right, Zach? Yeah, I'm at NBA Zach B on Twitter. Uh, definitely check us out in the Slack channel. That's sg.pn slash Slack to sign up. I think you'll hear from us on Locker Room on Friday. Dan will be on this feed tomorrow. Big show Monday. Um, and yeah, daily picks for NBA on sportsgamblingpodcast.com. So, you know, the, the grind never stops. The NBA never stops. So subscribe, rate, and review. Uh, and uh, thanks all for listening. And uh, we'll talk to you guys soon. It's finally spring, and I'm saying goodbye snow, hello adventure. And during the Honda Dream Garage Spring Event, you can get epic deals on your favorite Honda model. Ready to get rugged? Then take the off-road in an all-wheel drive Honda SUV, like the CRV, HRV, Pilot, Passport, or redesigned Ridgeline. Want to take a spring road trip? Then check out a fuel-efficient turbocharged Civic or Accord. Say goodbye to winter and hello to a new Honda. Don't miss huge savings during the Honda Dream Garage Spring Event. Now at your local Honda dealer.